You're listening to the Tripod Network. What's on? Just me and the beam. 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 Hi, and welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the Bean. And this is show number... 44. So we're back in action after the baby. Ha ha ha. Which we had on 666. <laughs> so we thought what would be great is when he's six years old. Six years, six days. No, wait, six years, six months, six days, six hours, six minutes, six seconds. Time will end. Time will end, people. <laughs> so you have that long to do everything you want to do in life. <laughs> six and a half years. Go. Go. <laughs> Which makes sense because 2012 is supposed to be the end of the world. Really? Yes. It's like the end of the Mayan calendar. That's as far as the Mayan calendar ever went. And there's a lot of other prophecies that run about 2012. Huh. Well, we're hitting it. We're getting close. And so we have a guest in the studio, which hopefully he will not say a word. His name is Max, and he's cute. (laughs) (laughs) And he's sleeping. Yes, which he does remarkably well during the day, and not so great at night. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there's a little. Oh, come on, buddy. We missed you guys. We're two weeks late. Yeah, we're two weeks late. And the reason is, of course, because of Max. And we were going to record that night, and her mom and sister were in town, and that's never a good recording day because they don't get to see each other much. So we said, oh, okay, we'll do it the next day, and we'll just be a day late. And then Max came, mm-hmm. or started to come, yeah. his long procession. Yeah, really. Labor was forever. It was really slow. It just was Well, the doctor said you weren't in labor again. It started Monday morning, and we spent all day just going, are we? Are we not? I don't know. It kind of (laughs) hurts. And then we finally went at night. Yeah, and it hurt. And the doctor said, no, you're not in labor because your cervix was still intact. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, she was pissed. (laughs) I mean... It hurt. And, you know, somebody's there telling you you're not in labor, basically calling you a liar. He wasn't, but you know what I'm saying. Is that how you felt? I felt like they were going to send me home, and I didn't know how I'd get home because it hurt so bad. I couldn't walk. It hurt so bad. And luckily... I wanted to rip your face off. <laughs> yeah. It's the first time I remember that. She kept reaching for my shirt like she was going to rip it off me and I before wanted, she got the pain medication. Yeah. I had stayed all this time, which I never had had before. I think it's a narcotic, maybe. And wow. <laughs> It Fast helped. acting to acting. Yeah, it felt like you had like six shots of vodka or whiskey or something. But what was funny is it took the edge off the contraction. You could still feel it, but it wasn't, it was doable. You yeah. could breathe through it. But between contractions, I would pass out. Like I'd catch myself snoring. <laughs> and I'd wake up in the middle of a contraction like, whoa. <laughs> and it'd be over and I'd be like, oh, and I'd pass out again. Crazy stuff. Well, the good thing is that they were going to induce us anyway the next day. Yeah. So instead of sending us home, they were going to keep us. Right. Once they found that out. But that meant we knew we were going to have them on 6-6. Yeah. Which luckily we don't care. But I never cared. I just worry about freaky people. Yeah. Because like, there are, I mean, if you listen to our earlier shows, when we, went, when we went out of the house, there are freaky people out there and that's the only thing she's afraid of is one of them learn that he's 6-6 and want to. I know. Just like religious fanatics, like hunting down Satan babies or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy paranoia. And see, she has some of that in her family, so that's why she's... The religious fanaticism. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, I think it's the laugh that's making him twitch. For all you guys and girls that thought the giggle would go away. It's still here. It's still there. Of course, I'm still round, too, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh. So Chad was good. He, You did a good job, baby. You're a really good coach. You're a really good dad. You're really helpful because I can't get around so good. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> and so once they came in after a long time, basically the cervix was finally ready and they were ready to go. It took the bean only 25 minutes. Yeah, I'm a pushing champion. To push this 8-pound, 14-ounce baby out. Right. Did and you do the stats? Eight pounds, fourteen ounces, twenty-two inches long, three fifty p.m. Three fifty-five? No, three fifteen. Is it three fifty? Yeah. Oh, 350 I misunderstood PM. them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was figuring that's long. That's long. Yeah. With he's got, Evan, he's who got was brown ten? hair. Oh yeah. And blonde eyebrows. <laughs> and blonde eyelashes. He's and you can see a picture of him if you're perfect. on the net. Me and me and the bean dot com. He's two pounds lighter than his brother. And his brother took an hour to push out. Yeah. So the doctors say that she is a pushing machine. Yes. Because they were talking about some people had to push for like seven hours. Oh, she said that's the longest she's ever seen. That's insane. But some of my girlfriends were telling me they pushed like three, almost four hours. And mm. some of them ended up being successful and some ended up having to have a C-section. So. And she said that for the seven hour, when they said they'd push an hour and then rest a half hour or something, didn't she? I can't. I just... I can't imagine. Cannot imagine. But I will say that the epidural is a gal's best friend. Yeah. That thing is Im- remarkable. Whew. And, oh, you are so funny. <laughs> because we were up all night Monday night doing this labor thing. Mm-hmm. Chad passed out in the labor and delivery room. He just lay down on the little cot thing for the dads and was snoozing. <laughs> was I really? Oh, yeah. I was snoring and everything? Oh, yeah. God, why didn't you guys tell me when you and your mom were sitting there together? Uh-huh. 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 For a long time, we were just... Once I got that epidural and could calm down and kind of rest and just let the contractions do what they needed to do. Well, good. Able- I'm glad I got some rest because I didn't feel like I did. <laughs> I thought I was waking up every contraction. You did while I had the state all. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Pretty much all night you are up. But I've got to lose this weight well, so I can stop snoring. You will because I'm going to. So don't worry about it. It'll happen. So Max came. Yay. Everything was good. And they took him away. And you know, everybody said hey to the baby and everything. My family and her family. He did have, was jaundiced. Yeah. So we had to put him under the blue lights. So we had to stay a day extra. It was called Positive Coombs. And it was because the bean... Being the selfish person she is, her blood was attacking Max's blood. Yeah. She was trying to kill Max. Thanks, baby. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. But his blood was something, something, and it had E, and hers was anti-E, and so they were attacking each other. I burst his red blood cells, basically. Yeah, never heard of that before, but... So he turned yellow. Mm Mm-hmm. But now he's pink again. He's fine. What was cool is the hospital let us stay as a courtesy in our room. Yeah. They discharged me, but let us stay at that extra night, which was really cool. So I had to go into the nursery every two hours to feed him. Just pitiful, all naked under those blue lights with his big ski mask on to protect his eyes. Oh, broke my heart. I can't imagine having your baby have to go to the NICU. But anyway, the nursery was packed. (laughs) A lot of people having babies. Lots of babies. 30 babies, at least, I'd say. The nurses were awesome. The way they just could attend. But they'd all be really quiet and sleeping and looking around and everything. And then one would cry. And then soon the whole room would cry. 
It was just a cacophony of baby noises. And they all have different cries. Every single one of them. This one little girl wailed. She had some lungs. Very funny. Girls, I don't want to hear anything about it because I stayed the three nights with the bean. He did. I think out of guilt, maybe. Caught so much (laughs) grief last time. You were very, very attentive. Yeah, I stayed the first night last time. The beans didn't, but I stayed until like five or six in the morning, and then I went home and got a shower. We didn't get into the room until like three in the morning. (laughs) You only stayed a little while. Wow. You were like, this sucks. I can't sleep on this. I'm they, didn't ha- they didn't have one of those chairs like they do this year, this time. They had a reclining chair. No, they did not. They did. It was not comfortable, but it reclined. It leaned back. I think it leaned back like maybe a foot. Like an airplane seat? Yeah. <laughs> but this one... Made a bed. Yeah, made a bed. So that was cool. Because you had no blanket. But A lot of things have changed since we had a baby, you know, um, the first time as far as the money, of course. <laughs> How they do circumcision now. Oh, right. Like what is this little plastic ring they put around them? It's called a plastibel. I don't know exactly how it works, but it looks really horrible. Yeah, it looks weird. They don't let the dads go in the nursery anymore. Can't go in the nursery because they don't want me to see other, other people's babies. information. Like if I saw a baby's name and their vitals and stuff, you know. It's scary. They had a low jack on this time. Little ankle bracelet. Little ankle bracelet, house arrest. If you got near the elevator, go all crazy. Yeah. So the hospital was great and people come and visit us and everything was good. And... You know, the the lactation nurse comes in and, you know, tells you what you should do and everything. So funny how you have to turn your body over to these people. Yeah. Like, forget about modesty or anything. Just, hey. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say something, because with Evan, and I know people, some people are real adamant about this or that when it comes to babies. But just, you know, for those that hadn't had kids yet, just do what feels right and do what works. With Evan, we tried to breastfeed. The beans milk didn't come in. And after the third night, he was screaming hoarse. And we broke down in the middle of the night, and, you know, I mean, I'm a panicking first-time father, and so I call my mom at, like, 4 in the morning to ask her how I put a formula bottle together. And we gave it to Evan, and then after that, slept through the night. Everything was great. This time with Max, at first, the beans milk didn't come in. It was sort of happening again, like, on the first night. You could tell that he was, wasn't happy, and we gave him some formula, and it's like he didn't open his eyes the whole time he was at home. And then we gave him formula. Those eyes popped open. Popped open. He just looked at us like... Glazed over like, I'm full. Thank you. But now the beans <laughs> milk has come in and everything's fine. We're still... Yeah. There's no nipple confusion. Yeah. I mean, it takes him a second when he goes back to the bottle nipple. But So don't let people... Freak you out. It's different for every baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know... I think the calmer you are, the calmer your baby is, too. Mm-hmm. Which is hard to be calm when you're like, whoa, what am I doing with this thing? Yeah, don't worry about noise being everywhere. Because think about it. They're in a baby room. The nursery is bright fluorescent lights. And tons of babies screaming. Uh And then when they're in the womb, they constantly hear noise. They hear like a the whole time. So when you get home, don't try to be all quiet. That was the that was the greatest piece of advice somebody had given me. Uh, Tim, a guy I work with, said, you know, the first kid, we were all walking on eggshells, and she can't sleep through anything. Our second boy, I mean, our second kid, which was a boy, we didn't care, and we just played music loud and TV and blah, blah, and he could sleep through anything. Second so, kid has no choice, because first kid's running around going, Whoa! So we did that with Evan. Right. And he sleeps through anything. Yes, he does. He he sleeps through the baby next wailing. door to him wailing because he don't like to be changed in the middle of the night. And Evan just sleeps through it. So I'd recommend to everybody, do not walk on eggshells with your kid. And Evan is doing awesome. 
He's so excited. Yep. He's so sweet and interested. and He's wearing a pin every day. He wants to put it on his shirt says, I'm a big brother. Yeah, very, very sweet. He came and crawled in bed this morning. I woke up and he was beside me, poking me in the face. And Max was between he and I. And I was like, oh, you smushed the baby. <laughs> but he didn't. He'd been real sweet and real gentle. And you can tell sometimes when he's showing off, though. Oh, yeah. Because he's running around screaming louder than he usually does. To he's be amped heard. up. He's definitely amped up. He wants you to sh- see what he's doing, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, pay him attention because you don't want the jealousy to set in. And he hasn't had any jealousy yet. He's off right now. That's the only reason we're getting to do this show. He's off at a theater camp or something yeah. until lunch. And then I got to pick him up. Yeah. Keep him busy. Yeah. Let him play with his friends. He's enjoying having his daddy. Yeah, me and him have been playing a lot. Uh-huh. We, and we went swimming. It's the first time he swam by himself. Yeah. Go, kid. And it was so funny. It's just that, you know, you think of things as cheesy before you're a parent. And then what he wanted to do, he had learned in swimming class to climb across the wall. And he wanted to go to the steps, but he wouldn't do it. With his hands, you mean? With his hands. Yeah. On the, on the side of the pool. Okay. And he wouldn't do it. And I just told him, I reminded him the story of the little engine, which was a favorite of his when he was real young. Yeah. And I said, you remember? She kept saying, I think I can. I think I can. And she went over the hill and took all the candy and toys to the young boys and girls on the <laughs> other side of the mountain. I said, remember the other trains? They kept saying they couldn't do it and they wouldn't help her. You don't want to be like those trains, do you? He was like, no. And he, he just started doing it. And he goes, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And about halfway through, he starts screaming it. I think I can. I think I can. And it was hilarious. And he just did it. Oops, I almost woke up the baby. But that's okay, because we're not supposed to stay quiet. We're supposed to do our things. I mean, you don't do intentionally, like, scream in its ear or anything. But you just carry on normally. Yeah. And he's still asleep, see? Oh, because it's daytime. That's right. <laughs> and then to get him to swim, I was holding him. And guiding him into the to the side of the pool where the steps are, and I did that about five times. And then the sixth time, I let him go, and he just he had his little swimmies on. He just did it, and then about about four times after that, I said, "Where's your daddy?" And I showed him that I wasn't holding on to him, and he just got excited and just look at me, grandma, look at me, Bobby, to his so great grandma cool. and great grandpa who live across the street and have the pool. What a cool kid! Yeah. So we got some big thing gloves. We've been watching Fantastic oh, Four. That is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. His which, little skinny arms. <laughs> which I'm sorry if you're a Fantastic Four fan. The movie's fine. The movie's great. Think about how the very first Fantastic Four comic book, how they became the Fantastic Four and compare it to the movie. The comic book's much cheesier than the movie. And I know with the whole Doctor Doom and, and Doctor Reed being too young, I understand all that. But it was it was a good movie. And he had big thing hands and he goes around and when you hit him, they make like a crashing stone sounds he loves it he, he wore them it. all day wore them all day <laughs> oh my goodness well i'm gonna break it up a little bit and yeah. go into a i think the seventh edition of jawbone me and the bean trivia beatles trivia and this one i think is the one of the funniest but it also has the worst sound quality so i apologize so here we go all right so not then. four to two who played French horn solo on, on for no for one? what? Alan, Alan polite, polite, Alan, Alan friendly, friendly, Alan, Alan cordial, <laughs> or Alan civil? Come on, these questions suck. Suck. These are questions. <laughs> what color was that? Really hard. Silly. They're really. I mean. Okay, this guy, here's a hint. This guy was in the London Philharmonic. Oh, yeah, thanks. 
His name is Alan. Who cut Paul's hair on a Thursday? <laughs> Mal Evans. Probably. <laughs> Mal, Mal Evans. All right. What? They're all named Alan, right? He was the yeah. he was the road manager. Yes, Run through yes, the last name. Polite, polite, friendly, cordial, civil. Civil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting irritated. I'm sorry. Oh, I could John, be a John Dalton. <laughs> Stroke him, Wayne. He's way over at the side. Hey, Chad, Chad I, by the way, I'm sitting in your chair. I'm getting a hot flash. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in here today. It's, um, John's not right. Chad is not right either. Uh, the answer it, is civil. Yeah. civil. Hmm. Chicky, chicky. So still four to two on the trivia front. Champion. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, I didn't notice the time. I mean, this went pretty fast. Well, yeah, it, it, time flies when you talk about your babies. That's right. <laughs> we had to dedicate a special episode to our children, though. Yeah, and this is going to do it for this <sighs> me and the bean. Yay! Remember, you can reach us on the web at meandthebean.com. Send us a email. At me and the bean at podcastrant.com. Or a voicemail. 336-283-0576. I can't remember. I can't believe I remembered all of that <laughs> with no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, see ya. Bye. Voicemails and promos. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Voice Voicemails and promos should be up on the mix. Voicemails and promos, the feel of I do this. Ass. What? Hey, me and the bean. This is Amber um, from Mommy Ruining Our Fort podcast, which only has one episode, but, you know, you get busy. You know how it is. Um, just calling to say hi. I'm waiting for my, um, work day to start and I'm freaking bored. So just sitting in my car, listening to my iPod and I was like, oh, I haven't called me and the bean yet. And they're from North Carolina and I'm from North Carolina. So, um, that's cool. I just wanted to say, um, good luck with the baby and congratulations. Um, bean, you're really lucky because uh, unless something weird happens, your baby's probably going to be a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Geminis are awesome because you never know what you're going to get because you can have something about your personality that uh, you think is true, and then, like, the next day, it's completely, completely different. So um, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, my friend just actually had a baby, like, yesterday or something, so a lot of people are having babies in June. Go Gemini's, woohoo! Um, anyway, yeah, I really enjoy your podcast. Um, my new favorite thing is calling podcast voicemails and then listening to the podcast, and then um, and then if my voicemail gets played, listening to my own voice and feeling good about myself. <laughs> so um, I hope you guys have a good one, and I can't wait for the next podcast. And um. Tell us, and I said hi. Later. I totally understand. I love it's cool. It's so cool when you call a, a podcast and then you listen to it next week and you're you're on it. So Amber, I totally understand that. Uh oh, somebody's making the mad face. We might get a cry. 
just rather pass out. <laughs> And this week's Jonathan Colton song we're going to play is called Stroller Town, which I thought was sort of appropriate. So this is the 25th edition of Thing of a Week, and here it goes. Downtown Stroller Town, take a stroll around downtown Stroller Town. Gotta shut your stroller down. I got my cup of Cheerios in case I want some Jacket, hat, diaper bag, carried out the door And I know where we're going cause I've been there before There's a warm breeze blowing and it tickles my hair And the sun shines down, everybody is there Everything is such a good She pulls up next to me A sporty crimson red McLaren Techno XT Me, I'm sitting pretty in my bugaboo frog Swivel wheel suspension so I sleep like a log And my five-point harness keeps me buckled and tight And the XT's coming as we wait for the light And the wheels start spinning She's got get up and go The McLaren's gotta leave But I can see the slick spin My wheels are big and knobby I can feel them digging in And we blow right by Now we're taking the lead And the world's on fire With the wind and the speed Every day is such a good thing Tripod Network, what's on? <laughs> 